Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. Okay, so normally, like, I don't like spill the tea like on my own personal life, but you know, when your personal life and your business life collide, you have to, you know, make sense of the matter. So here's the thing. I have a boyfriend, right? And he is not in the wedding industry. Um, I mean, I don't think the wedding industry is big enough for the both of us. So this is like good for me, you know? But with that being said, you know, as we talk about things, all things weddings, and obviously he knows, you know, he's dating the bride tender, so he's learning a lot along the way. I never want him to be shell-shocked on pricing, which I can truly tell you, he was. (laughs) And, you know, there are things that cost, you know, a lot more money than what people expect, But if you want the right thing, then you do have to sometimes, you know, pay more for it. So I wanted to come on to talk about a few ways that you can save money on your wedding, especially if you're more flexible and open. So now what I mean by that is in the professions that we, that everybody works in, everybody's profession is different. They have a busy season, a slow season. Um, Some people work on weekends. Some people strictly are Monday through Friday people. And finding the time for you and your partner to get married that fits well into your schedules, that fits the schedule of your guests and, and everything involved is really something that you have to think about when planning your day. So now, obviously, as I say this probably every episode, I am from New York. And in New York, our prime wedding season is May through October. With your May and June, September and October being your your top months for prime season, July and August following after, November and April following after, um, December following after that, and January through March being your, um, your off season. So, um, when it comes to planning your day, you have to understand that When you pick a prime season wedding date, you are paying top dollar and there's not a lot of room for negotiation, but one of the negotiation tactics that I wanted to share with all of you is if you are getting married in prime season and you need, you, you want to get the price down a little bit in terms of the venue if you guarantee them more people, you'll be able to hopefully get a little bit of a break on the price per person. Meaning, you know, if you guarantee, if if a Saturday night, 
you need to guarantee 150 people, let's say, and you can guarantee them 180 people or close to 200 people, they might be willing to come down a little bit on the per person price. That's just a little tidbit of information. Now, I know that I've said this before, and I will probably say this a million times over, but it's so true. If you get married in off-season, you're getting the same exact package from every other venue. You're getting the same package that that's offered in June, offered in January. You might not be able to do ceremony outside because, you know, it might be snowing. But other than that, you will still have your ceremony. You will still have all the same food options. You will still have a beautiful indoor venue of the room that's going to look the same, whether it's January or June. So why not, if you are on, you know, budgeting and, and you want some other things involved, why not get married in off season? And let me tell you why. Okay. So The winter in New York, people are bored. They're bored. Obviously, they're bored during this pandemic, but that's just like another thing to add to the list. But normally, you know, you're off of like your high from the holidays. Um, People are in more. They want a reason to go out and party and have fun and relax with their friends and drink and eat and dance and socialize and just have a have a night of fun and if you get married close to a hotel you know or at a hotel they can stay over make a weekend out of it and yeah I mean we already know I've done a winter wedding episode obviously so we already know my feelings on that um but it is a great way to have a beautiful wedding, have everything that you want involved, and make sure that you save money in the long term. Now, with that being said, I don't want to make it like getting married in the winter is a drab because of the wedding. The wedding, I'm sorry, a drab because of the winter and the weather. Um, Because the truth is, if it like snows on your wedding, like, how sick are those pictures? They're sick. I know because my bat mitzvah was in a two feet like snowstorm and the pictures were awesome. So I always say this too. No one is like flying in for a wedding on the day of the wedding. They're flying in at least the day before or two days before. Like that's just always how it works. And on top of all of that, Everybody who is meant to be there will be there. Like you have to chalk it up and leave it like to the universe above that whoever is meant to be at your wedding will be there no matter the weather. You could have a downpouring, raining day. Is that going to stop people who love you from coming? No. I mean, a pandemic might stop that, but hey, no one could have ever pictured or controlled this. So, you know, let's just leave that out of it for now. Now, I want to say, obviously, we know that I'm in New York. I work in the industry. I've worked in this in the wedding industry for a very, very long time, half my life, actually. But 
what there's a wedding season no matter what state you live in now of course the when i talk about things it's typically in the tri-state east coast you know um those months but if you go to florida okay their in season is actually opposite of ours here in new york their in season is November through March because there that's after hurricane season. So if you get married in November through March, you're paying more top dollar down there because of, you know, wanting to make sure that it's not brutally hot. It's not um, hurricane season. You know, you're out of like that hard zone. And every state has different prime seasons, off seasons. But you know, I'll continue to say this, you know, until death do me part, but you cannot control the weather. And today I'm recording this on Sunday, April 11th, 2021 for Monday's episode. And it is raining here. It is raining. It's April. April is so iffy on weather. Yesterday was 70 degrees in New York. Beautiful, sunny. Today is probably 50 degrees, 45 degrees, raining. You know, you can't win it all. It's a 50-50. So in regards to your venue, make sure that you're always happy with the inside because there is a 50% chance that it will rain. And if you get upset that it rains on your wedding, just remember that rain is good luck. Okay? Okay. So that's my first thing on how to try to save money on the wedding. I mean, well, on the venue. Now, what I'm about to say next might freak people out. But um, it shouldn't because... Once you book the venue, everything else really falls into place. If you want to save some more money on your wedding, having a long two-year engagement is not, it's not the way to do that. Here's what I mean. If you book a year and a half to two years out, you are paying top dollar no one is going to give you a deal because they can sell that date 7,000 times over. So why are they, you know, why would anybody be worried so much about booking two years out? It's like, who knows what's going on in two years? But if you book your wedding like six months out, eight months out, within the same year, you will definitely get better deals with your venue, your vendors, you know, um, just getting certain things that you want. Now, the hard part is you might not always have the availability of everything, depending, you know, of course, time frame that you're looking at, you know, what month, what season, what day of the week. You know, we all know that Saturdays, like they grab up first, but we're going to get to that in rule number three of the podcast episode today. But in still in rule number two, the sooner, the, the shorter time frame that you have when booking your wedding, opposed to a longer time frame will save you money. And here is how you will be paying a bigger chunk of change down as your down payment 
just because it's a shorter time out. So where you might have had more payments spread out over a longer amount of time, you don't have so many payments spread out. So you'll, you'll be paying a bigger chunk upfront. You might be paying 50% upfront opposed to 25% upfront. However, because they want people want to book the date that is shorter out because they're not going to find so many people interested in a date in such a short amount of time, you're able to save money on the back end and you're not going to owe as much on the wedding. Now, anybody who's confused on this, when you go to plan your wedding, you just come to me and I'm going to crunch those numbers for you. I'm not an accountant or anything like that, but I can show you how you're going to save money. And I'm a great negotiator. Ask anyone. So that's rule number two. Having a long engagement, it, it doesn't promise you anything. Having a shorter engagement and booking within a shorter time can get you what you want at a less expensive price point. So that's number two. Number three, numero trace, okay? The beauty of this pandemic is that people are getting married on any day of the week. Now we used to see we we're used to seeing that when it comes to religious weddings um reli- a lot of you know religious Jews they won't get married on Saturdays because they have to do after Shabbos and it's really late and they they don't they're not able to get ready during the day also not able to do Friday night same thing because of Shabbos so they will do a lot of Sunday through Thursday weddings so you might see a Monday wedding a Tuesday wedding a Wednesday wedding and what a lot of people don't tell you is Saturday is the most expensive day to get married, and that's across the board. So that's not just in New York or Florida or California or like heavily populated areas. That's all the time, always, no matter where you live. Saturdays is prime day, most expensive. So if you're flexible on date, you know, on day of the week, you can do you know, a Friday. A Friday is treated pretty much just as well as a Saturday. You know, people are excited on a Friday. It's the beginning of the weekend and it is less expensive than Saturday. A lot of people will do Sundays, you know, um, not just for religious reasons, but also just because it is a little bit less expensive than Saturday, but still gives them that weekend day. And now, you know, we're living in a time where like, Life is up in the air. Things are crazy. Every day is, you know, Groundhog's Day, kind of still. Hopefully that's going to change soon, but it, it still kind of is that way. And if you got married any day of the week, it would be so understandable and normal to people that you might get a really good deal for doing it a different day during the week. So it is something to potentially consider if you want to save a little bit on the budget while having everything that you want on your day. Okay, so those are 
my three big tips on how to save on your wedding day. Um, you know, think about season, think about dates, think about time frame and when you want to get married. It's, you know, it's okay to do something different than everybody else. One, I really pride myself on that. Um, when I get engaged and I get married, it's going to blow people's minds what I do. So you can all stay tuned for that. Of course, I'll take you all on the journey with me. But just remember, you know, I, S.C. Gordon, I'm really not like anybody else. So when I do something, I always do it different. I just want to throw something in there, too, that I just thought about. Holiday weekends, to give you an idea. Sundays of holiday weekends, you will pay Saturday pricing. So... Um, dates like Sunday of Memorial Day weekend, Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Those are those are holiday weekends that you will be paying prime pricing for Saturday and for Sunday. Um, July 3rd could potentially be treated like a Saturday, even if it's not a Saturday, because most of the world is off on July 4th. Um, then you have weekends that don't typically follow that same structure, but it is something to think about, you know, to maybe have that Saturday feel while still being able to stick to Sunday pricing. And that's Sunday of Columbus Day weekend. That is Sunday of President's Day weekend. And that just gives you guys a little bit of an idea of some other weekends that, you know, could work for you. A lot of teachers, a lot of teachers get married in the summer because they want to be off during their wedding, which I totally understand. However, something to truly think about is what about getting married over December break? And then going on your honeymoon after that wedding. What about February break and going on your honeymoon then? Or April break and then going on your honeymoon then? So there are other options no matter what your profession is. A lot of people do base their weddings around when it is busy for them for work or not busy. I consistently say that working in the wedding industry, I will never get married in my prime season of May through October. It is too busy and too stressful for me to think about taking a Saturday off for my wedding and then what am I going to be back at work on Monday? No, no. I don't want that. I definitely will be getting married in off season when I do get married uh, sorry, spoiler alert. Um, and yeah, you know, I don't believe that you have to get married in the spring, summer, or fall, or, you know, in warm weather in order to have a beautiful wedding. Um, I just, that's, that's never been something that I believe. I think having a January birthday, you know, showed me that, that, you know, you can celebrate it any time of the year. And I sure as hell 
do celebrate my birthday. I'm not like the biggest birthday queen of all time. Nothing like that. But, you know, it's important to celebrate milestones and it's a blessing to always, you know, get to being a year older and seeing another birthday. And I realize all that I have to be grateful for. So I do um, somewhat celebrate every single birthday because it's, you know, life is worth living. And with my next birthday coming up being 30, um, which really is so scary to say out loud, I am relishing this year in 29 for um, a long time because 30 just seems like I can't believe it because I just turned 21. So I don't really know where 30 just snuck up on me like this. But anyway, that's for another time. So when planning your upcoming weddings, anybody who just got engaged is getting engaged, you know, planning to get engaged soon. If you are budgeting for your big day, think about the things that I told you. Because at the end of the day, I want you to have the wedding of your dreams, but I also want you to keep some money in the bank, okay? You know, that's just me being a realist. So keep all those tidbits in mind. Follow along on my journey because I'm having some great people come on soon. I have some an awesome marketing initiative and, and, you know, thank you for one year of the bride tender going out to some, some vendors in the industry that I admire and had on my show. And, um, you know, thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the bride tender, where there's a new episode every single Monday that you can catch on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, sorry, no YouTube video today. Um, I got uh, I got my vaccine today, so I'm a little down for the count, but not too down to make an episode because you know what? I'm a hustler and I'm never going to let you all down. If you're not already following me on Instagram, Please go follow me at The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and hiring the best in the business to execute your wedding. Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.